When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Come on Good afternoon and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 179 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. Uh, looking forward to getting back to regular show this week. So here we go. Here goes nothing. We're going to start the show the same way we do every week. That's by jumping into the breakdown. Uh, the breakdown is presented by First Bank. First Bank's the official banking partner of Infinity Park. They believe in banking for good, doing their best to do right by their customers, communities, and employees. Banking for good, member FDIC. Uh, obviously, I want to start off talking about the American Raptors as they picked up their, their first win of the Super Rugby America season on Saturday, and they defeated Selkham 26-22. Uh, this came on the heels of a 63-0 beatdown at the hands of Pampas uh, a week earlier, so it was good to see the Raptors bounce back after a bad loss like that. And one of the things that you know I left the, the match being pretty impressed by um, was the role of the of some of the original crossover athletes that they played in, in this victory. So Daytuan Sheridan, Sean Clark, two players that attended the original Rugby Town Crossover Academy camp back in November of 2020, both scored tries in the win. They scored the first two tries, uh, the Raptors' first two tries of the match, I guess I should say. And Clark earned player of the match honors. Um, and the Raptors had three players make Super Rugby America's round nine, first 15. Uh, Daytuan, again, Lene Latu and Ronan Murphy, um, and I also, as I just mentioned, Daytuan was an original attendee of that crossover camp, um, but Lene was also there as well. So you have three guys from that camp, you know, playing significant roles in, in this their first victory in Super Rugby Americas. Thought that was pretty impressive. Lene has been named to the first 15 five times this season, and was also selected by the league as the top fullback um, in Super Rugby Americas at the halfway point of the season a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. That's three people that. You know, they found through their recruiting efforts um, that are now contributing in wins and, and you know, making noise on the scene uh, in Super Rugby America. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, looking forward, the Raptors play Penarol this weekend. Penarol is the top team of the competition. I think they have 35 points on the table. They can fill up the score sheet. They score a lot of tries. Um, and the Raptors have, have already seen them once. So that's got to be a little bit of a, an advantage. I know that they've seen the Raptors also, but... Um, looking back at the matches they played in South America, that Penarol match was one of the better ones that they played. Started really fast, had that, that beautiful try from Aki Pulu to uh, the kick to Samu Smith in the corner. Um, for the people that have been watching, if they remember that. 
Um, so it should be a good game. I know you're here in an interview with Will Crawford here coming up in a minute, and he's expecting a dogfight. He's expecting it to go, you know, the full 80 minutes, and they're feeling inspired. They're feeling good. Their, their work has been validated after this win last week, so um, should be a really fun match to watch. Um, and we'll talk about all that right here coming up and all the rugby you can watch this weekend. I'm going to skip over some of the MLR stuff, as as you are well aware. I've been going going you know through with a lot of things, so haven't had much time to pay attention to MLR. I did see the the fight scene around the world around the world at this point, um, so I, I know that the discipline's been handed out. Um, I was interested to see how that was going to go. Hopefully, I can get more into it um, as things cool off a little bit here. Uh, but for now, we're going to go ahead and jump into all the rugby you can watch this weekend, and that's brought to you by Wintergreen. Wintergreen loves rugby, wants to support USA Rugby's mission of uniting an inclusive, passionate rugby community to grow the sport of rugby in America. Wintergreen gels, creams, sprays, and soaks are made with wintergreen oils and other therapeutic natural oils that help soothe and support sore muscles and joints to keep you at your best. Visit wintergreensport.com to purchase the products you need to help you prepare to win. Um, as I just mentioned, the American Raptors take on Pena Roll, top team in Super Rugby Americas. That's on Sunday at 3 p.m. at Infinity Park. Come on down if you're around. Uh, tickets are available at AmericanRaptors.com. And if you can't make it, you can watch a match live on ESPN+. Plus. So tune into that. Moving into some of the MLR action. Dallas Jackals take on Seattle Seawolves Friday at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Toronto Arrows take on Noel Gold Sunday at 1 p.m. on the Rugby Network. The New York Ironworkers take on New England Free Jacks on Sunday at 1 p.m. on the Rugby Network as well. Uh, Houston Sabercats, San Diego Legion, Sunday at 2 p.m. on the Rugby Network. Uh, we've got Challenge Cup, Super Rugby Champions Cup, Curry Cup, uh, Collegiate Rugby Championship, and the Women's Six Nation. Uh, it's all going on this weekend. You can catch all that on Flow Rugby with the exception of the CRC, which is on the Rugby Network. It went to that tournament last year. A lot of fun. So I recommend tuning in if you got some free time. Uh, let's jump into the interview portion of the show. So this interview with Will Crawford is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in World Rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So had a really good chat with Will Crawford today uh, about the Raptors' win, you know, just kind of the mindset of the team as they've been going through this tough start to the year, um, how they haven't, you know, lost hope and lost focus, and, and they come – ready to play every week, really, um, and how Super Rugby America stacks up to Major League Rugby. It's one of the things I was curious about. That Will is a guy that's had experience in both now, um, so I was interested to, to get his perspective on things. He's been he's played in every match for the Raptors this year, so he's been right in the thick of it, um, and it was good talking to him just about his experience and, uh, you know, the mindset of the team and, and what to expect coming up this weekend. So with that introduction, let's go ahead and kick to my conversation with American Raptors lock, Will Crawford. Uh, pleased to be joined by American Raptors lock, Will Crawford. Will, how's it going, man? Yeah, good, man. Fired up to be here. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to talk to you. Um, this is actually my first interview back after a, a long few weeks of personal stuff, so I'm happy to be back. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Will, how much easier is it to get back to work this week after, you know, a big win like that on, on Sunday? Yeah, it's great. Um, getting the monkey off the back is you know, to use that cliche, it's it's real. Week after week, you know, we, we were close some weeks and then not so close other weeks to finally get over the hump. Um, there was a ton of energy this week. It was just a, a sense of a freedom and peace at trainings that, okay, we, we know we can do this thing now and everything 
after this point is just let's build towards yeah. the next one. So it takes a bit of that pressure off. It feels good. It has to be reassuring to know, like, this process is working, right? You haven't been rewarded for it necessarily up until that point last week, but, you know, to see the work you've been doing validated has to feel good, right? Oh, it's, it's massive. Um, you know, especially against a team like Selknam, week one, they really punched us in the mouth and welcomed us to the league. Mm -hmm. And it was a wake-up call for a lot of us. And then, you know, we go a couple weeks, uh, Pinarol and then uh, Pampas, where we, we really fronted up, but we didn't get the result. And then Yacare, a bit of a disappointment. We fronted up against Doggos at home and Brazil, close game. And then the embarrassment that was the second Pampas game uh, the, the message that we got from the coaches was just don't abandon each other, stick together, keep trusting that we're moving in the right direction and putting the, the pieces in place. Mm -hmm. And and then to get the win over Selknam, a team like that, you know, what was it, 12 of their guys on that roster beat the Eagles yeah. this same year in this same stadium. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a different team. It's a different uh, league, all that stuff. But it, it means something. It means yeah. a lot. And, and uh, to touch on that, you know, it seems like the vibe I've gotten after the matches and stuff as I've done, like, a handful of interviews here and there, it's like nobody panicked, right? Like, even on the back of, of some tough results, it didn't ever feel like the team was panicking. Like, what is that kind of the, the vibe you get? You're obviously a lot closer to it than I am. Yeah. Um, I've been really impressed with the resilience mentally that a lot of these guys have, that the, the whole team has really – there's never been really a moment of finger pointing or blaming. Um, and, and then kind of as I've touched on, a few of these games we've been in it. And yeah, we've definitely. really shown we've shown that physically we can handle it, skillfully we can handle it. It's nothing not to take away from any of these teams because they're amazing and mm -hmm. when they beat us, they absolutely beat us. But there are moments where two or three yellow cards a game, a bunch of penalties, a couple handling errors. And you think maybe if we can tighten those little things up, we're we're right in the mix of things. Um, and there's really, you know, especially physically, there, there's no difference between us and other teams. So we always had the confidence that if we could just lock in a few things, that the results would would come. And so it's a patience and a, a belief in ourselves that that kept keeps the peace week to week. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you like you've been really positive it feels like on social the stuff that you've been putting out has been very positive um has that been hard for you like how do you kind of keep that mindset in the midst of you know a, a tough beginning of the season like this and I know you touched on a few things just now but just kind of wondering like from a personal perspective how you do that uh it there it definitely is tough at times um I'm human just like anyone else and when you lose after what giving what you feel like is, is as good a performance as you can give as a team or individually, that's just hard to stomach, especially when these fans have been really supportive. Uh, you have a whole new league looking at you. You have a whole another league of the MLR looking at you and wondering what the heck are the Raptors doing. Um, to, to lose is tough, but, you know, I've played sports long enough to understand the power of the mental side of things. And I have confidence in the guys around me big time. I mean, we've got guys with so much international experience, experience uh, incredible athletes who are hungry to keep playing well. And then a bunch of guys that just needed a sniff and needed an opportunity mm -hmm. um, that when they step on that field, the energy they bring is huge. So um, it's a belief in the boys and, uh, and just an understanding that just consistency and positivity will pay off.
Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. That's awesome. And I know you already mentioned it too, um, but it's not like this whole season has been, you know, seven blowouts and then a victory. Like you've been in more than – you've been in more matches than you haven't been, mm -hmm. right? That's fair to say. Sure. Um, what kind of was the difference? Like what allowed you guys to get over the hump this last weekend then? Like was it just, you know – I don't even know. It, yeah. What well, was kind of the difference in just getting over the hump finally? Man, uh, it's funny because leading up to the the Selkinum game, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. You know, yeah. we just talked about mental mi yeah, or positivity and the mindset of things. But I was like, crap, man, 63-0. That's a tough – like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Can, can we do this? Um, but I think getting blown out at home like that was the the – the final straw and we could have taken it one of two ways we could have absolutely laid down and said all right sweet five more games in the season let's just get through this maybe score a couple tries and mm -hmm. let's reconvene for next season but I think it's just a credit to the coaches and kind of the, the mindset of so many of these players which is like no no that's not what we're about um, we're going to come up and use that as, as the biggest motivator possible losing really isn't an option especially not in that fashion. And um, we used the fact that those t those players had beaten the Eagles as a motivator. We we talked about how if, you know, if we can really make a statement in this game and really mm -hmm. front up, then uh, it's going to it's going to mean so much. Um, and uh, yeah, I think leading into the game, there was just a collective sense of purpose and it's it has to happen. There was, like, no other option in the mindset, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. And it, it looked like it, too. It just seemed like everything just, like, clicked a little bit more. And some of the things that you had mentioned before were, you know, not as many, you know, untimely penalties. And, and mm -hmm. things just seemed a little bit more fluid. And it was fun to watch because it just felt like, you know, from an outsider's perspective, it just felt like you guys, like, you were having fun with it, too. You yeah. know, it's fun to see when, when – People have fun doing what they like to do. So. Yeah, I'd say like the the study during the week and just the focus on the detail was huge. I mean, you know, I got to shout out my my forward pack with three scrum penalty turnovers, mm -hmm. zero penalties against us. We stole a couple of their lineouts, and then our lineout was a complete 180 from last week where we, we had very little success. Yeah. And then we gave the back such a good platform to, to run off of, and you saw what happened. I mean, they scored some outrageous tries. Like that, yeah. as, a, as a tight five forward, as a lock, <laughs> when you stand up and you look up and you see the back of your yeah. back's jerseys and they're running down the field to score, that is the greatest energy giver you can get. Yeah, what's that, what's that feel like? Is it like, oh, okay. That's going in. I don't have to run down there and support. How's, how's that? That's like I get to take a deep breath for a minute here. Or? Yeah, de well, there's definitely a sense of like, thank God. You yeah. know, you you stand up and your first thought is, okay, let me get to the next job. But when you, you can kind of tell when something's happening and when it's, some magic's about yeah. to happen, and you can really take a moment. You're running and you're getting after it, but you're taking a moment to really appreciate it, mm -hmm. and you feel that the pressure is just let off, and you can really uh, admire yeah. your teammates and. It's a it's a really good feeling for yeah. sure. That's awesome. Um, I'll give you I'll give you a pick your own adventure here. Do you want to okay. talk about uh, pen your roll next? Do you want to talk about this competition as a whole? Uh, uh, we can talk about the competition. All right. Sure. So you're obviously uh, come to the Raptors with MLR experience. What's kind of your overall thoughts on this competition? How's it stack up to uh, Major League Rugby? 
Because uh, I could say, I guess, before you answer, like, <laughs> from an outsider's perspective, I worked for MLR for two years, okay. so I've watched, like, a decent amount of, of this rugby, and this is the first time, obviously, being up this up close and personal to Super Rugby Americas, but it looks different. Yeah. I don't I can't necessarily, like, put my finger on why, but it, it does. Like, when you watch the matches, it looks different to me. Yeah, sure. I think um, one of the main – a couple of the differences that I've noticed is, first, the size – Mm-hmm. MLR is huge. Like the guys are just massive. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that that means that they're more physical. Yeah. But just the contacts, there's a lot, there's a lot bigger bodies flying yeah. around. It's physics. <laughs> it's just physics. Yeah. yeah. But also, um, I would say these MLR teams are more like a traditional professional sports club where they're just bringing in different guys from all different areas and all different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And as a result, maybe the there's tremendous chemistry for sure, and there's yeah. tremendous, you know, cohesion. But at the same time, I'd say a lot more teams play really direct, similar to Selkinum, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll just kind of get in your face, and and there's a lot more forward involvement. Um, what I've noticed in this league is the cohesion is next level. Like guys are, you know, these teams are essentially the feeders for their national side. So there's mm-hmm. a ton of chemistry that goes into that and familiarity with each other. As a result, the way that these teams play, other than Selkinum for the most part, is super expansive, and they'll run direct, and then they'll get it out the back, and they'll send it to the edge really yeah. with, with a lot of ease yeah. and a lot of confidence. And the speed at which they do that, I got caught out a couple of times earlier in the season because I just have not seen that kind of speed doing certain movements, mm-hmm. uh, not in the MLR, that is. And that was something to adjust to. Um, and then the, the pride, you know, it's it's difficult maybe for a South African or a Kiwi to come overseas and play for, you know, name an MLR club and then listen to the national anth- anthem and feel much about that. You know, yeah. you can feel something for your club, but, you know, and there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Yeah. But you heard how Selknam sang their anthem. They were at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And then screaming halfway into the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. national anthem. Yeah, but that just shows it, man. Yeah. These guys are going to play a World Cup in six months or however long, and the passion that that brings is hard to replicate. Yeah. So that you're seeing a lot of, like, play till you die kind of moments right. in this league for sure. Yeah, and I don't mean to even ask you, like, to, you know, knock the MLR or anything. No. I'm just I'm interested in your perspective since you do have a experience yeah. in both of them now. Yeah. And going back to the speed, like, that's kind of the first thing I noticed, just, like, how quickly they get into different moves and stuff and get in and out of phases and yeah. you blink and, yeah, there's a line break and yeah. you're turning around chasing them. That's, that's been crazy to me. Sure. It's not a comment on, like, MLR being worse. It's just the difference. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I got – the MLR is full of insane rugby players mm-hmm. and it's a great competition and the teams are really strong, but yeah, there's just a serious difference when you, when you think of just like, like a unity and mindset that these teams have and cohesion and time together. It's yeah. just, you know, what, what these MLR teams, six months they're together mm-hmm. and they play 16 games and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, these teams in this league are together 12 months out of the year mm-hmm. playing for their super rugby team and then going straight into their national team camps. Yeah. That's, that's a different thing. And that's one of the things I've had theorized. And, you know, I talked to Max when you guys were on the road earlier this season um, and asked him, like, that has to – that obviously plays a factor, whereas you guys, it's so – this everything about this is new. 
Mm-hmm. It's like getting your sea legs had to take a little bit of time, right? It's new. It's a new competition. You're playing in a new place mm-hmm. every week. You're playing against people that you've never played against before. You're playing with people you've never played with before, and it's like new officiating and stuff, right? Totally. That has to had had to have played a role early in the season, and it seems like you know, especially since you've come home, like it's just looked different, right? It's looked. Yeah better look you look more comfortable yeah would you agree with that yeah and I would say that that's like kind of a point that we could have made earlier why did we feel like we never panicked every week is because we kind of knew like look these guys have been together for so long and they're playing internationally together I just met when we got to South America, I had just met some of these guys a month, a month ago, <laughs> right. you know, and we're still not entirely sure what the calls are. Yeah, we're still yeah, figuring yeah. out exactly what line to run in certain situations. And then every week we're in South, a different country, <laughs> not just a different yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. state. So um, I think we kind of gave ourselves like a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. Like just give us time and we'll also mesh the same way they are meshing. Um, but no, yeah, it, it was, it was an eye opener for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, not to mention another thing, it's freezing cold here when you guys leave. Yeah. It's hot as hell. I know I oh, talked dude. to Bot. They said it was like 90, whatever, 97 degrees. Par- Paraguay was, was like Houston or NOLA, yeah. which it's where I grew up and where I've played a lot of my rugby. But you get really used to this altitude <laughs> yeah, know, and yeah. this dry air. You get used to it really quickly. Yeah. And then you go down there and all of a sudden, yeah. you Take a bite out of the air and it's, oh, yeah, it super was, It was crazy. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's – it's cool to hear. It's things that I've thought, and I think it's things that, like, I've been kind of impressed with just kind of the reaction to this so far. Like, it would be easy to kick you guys while you're down, and people have been, like, pretty positive, and I think it's it's just cool to see, and people understand that it's new, yeah. and they can see the progress. They've seen the progress from start to finish. Yeah. Um, and now you obviously picked up first win of the season, and you get the the pleasure of taking on the top team of the competition as yeah. Penyarol comes to town. Uh, what what are you guys like expecting? Um, I have another question coming up here in a little bit, so I'll kind of preview that. About you've played Penyarol already. This is the third time you've played a team twice. That's got to be a little bit of advantage. I know it's as much of an advantage to them, but it seems harder to beat a team twice, just like in any sport, right? It's hard yeah. to beat a team twice. Um, and you play. You had a good showing against Penyarol, so it has to be kind of encouraging as you get ready to take them on again on Sunday. Yeah, we um, obviously have confidence coming off of Selkinum, but in no way are we resting on that. And and we're not. There's no delusion about how strong Penyarol is. Mm-hmm. They are top of the top of the league, going to the World Cup just like Selkinum. Yeah, they are quality, and they're. I mean, they've got. They're starting front rows coming on, um, strong pack, strong line out. Their nine and ten are wicked fast. Um, yeah, playing playing a team twice, we like our odds. You know, we got them at home. It's that's a huge advantage for us. Um, but we just understanding that the quality that they bring to the pitch uh, definitely not something that we can uh, rest on. You know, mm-hmm. beating a team twice is hard. Yeah, but they can do it. So yeah, definitely. we got to show up. How important is a, a strong, like a fast start? That seemed to be the case last time. Aki did the mm-hmm. little uh, kick to the corner for oh, for yeah. uh, Samu. Um, that was one of the best starts you've had to a match thus far, and um, you were obviously in it for the whole time. Some things kind of unraveled there as the match went along, but how important is that going to be this week too? 
huge. I think it's the most important thing. We have to get in their face and front up immediately um, to let them know that we're here and to maybe demoralize them, to take some wind out of their sails. Um, that game in uh, Uruguay, it was a, it was a magical start, mm -hmm. and it showed, it showed a glimpse of what we were capable of doing. But in that game, we had some of the problems that we'd run into in so many games, which is the yellow cards and the penalties and the poor decision-making and the defensive, uh, the lack of clarity defensively. So hopefully, and I believe that, we've grown enough to have the same fast start but also not commit mm -hmm. those back-breaking penalties and, and mistakes that let teams back in the game. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a 80-minute game yeah. dogfight. They will not lay down. Um, it's going to be really tough to demoralize a team like them, but that's the best chance we've got is if we get in their face, get into them, and uh, and keep keep the pressure on. Don't let them breathe too too mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. Uh, that I'm excited to watch, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. One more question before I let you go. I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, Will. Um, has there been like a couple guys? You said you know you you you're one of the like newer faces around here. There's been a couple guys on the team that have been pressed to you this year. I know that you could throw out a lot of different names, and this is not a slight at anyone. I'm just kind of wondering if there's a couple people that have caught your eye through this this far in the season. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, let me just have a quick think about You're it. You're good. I've got a name immediately to my head, but I just want to think maybe <laughs> if I can think of anyone else. Yeah. Um, I would say the, the the guy that came first to my mind like immediately is Ronan Murphy. Mm -hmm. That dude is a baller. Yeah. I mean, he's just a he's a gamer. He's got such a confidence about him, but such an ease at which he plays the game. Um, when I first got to the team, I didn't really understand it, but just watching the way he operates, he you almost think like he thinks it's a joke. Yeah. But that's just his his humor and his personality. He's such an easygoing guy. But man, when he steps on the field. There's not many guys that I trust more on the field. Like he really, uh, he calls the lineouts. Um, when he needs to make a play on the edge, he does. He's mm -hmm. real smart with ball, and he's tough, and he works hard. Um, he's one that I've, I've loved to watch play and share the field with. Um, yeah. And then, Tommy Clark, he's just a, he's just a tough grinder. You know, yeah. he'll just he's just so physical. He's been awesome to play with. And Ethan, man, Ethan McVie. Get that man on the Eagles. Yeah, like I think his ceiling is limitless. He is so good, in my opinion. He's he's world class to me. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for that. I know it's helpful for you know people that aren't as dialed in, so they can watch this weekend. Be you know a couple guys to look for. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool, man. Well, Will, that's all the questions I had for you. It's it good chatting with you, and I'm looking yeah, forward to watching you play this weekend. Thanks, so. man. Appreciate you, bud. All right, hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with American Raptors lock Will Crawford. Um, I appreciate chatting up with Will. It was my first one back, so felt good to, to knock some rust off and, and get back in the chair. Uh, and Will was the perfect guest to do it with. So thanks again to Will. Appreciate the chat. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let's go and move into the required reading portion of the show. Required reading is brought to you by Maria Empanada. Maria Empanada is Denver's home for rugby lovers. There are three convenient locations on South Broadway, Stanley Marketplace, and Riverview. Make it easy to pick up some delicious empanadas on the way home from Rugby Town USA. Visit mariaempanada.com to order yours today. Uh, this was a piece I saw back when I was out, um, but something I hasn't really got the love it deserves, I don't think. Um, and this piece is entitled Meet Sarah Shabbat, female head coach in men's professional rugby. That's by friend of the program, Alan Demick. 
in Rugby World magazine. Uh, I recommend checking it out. It's just a good profile on Sarah Shabbat. I think Alan's a really good writer, um, and he has been, you know, a guy that's dug deep and has been taking an interest in this Raptors program for a couple years now. Um, I did a good interview with him. If you go back and, and look that up, talk about the the move from wrestling to professional wrestling, rugby to professional wrestling. That's a that's a pipeline that exists and is used more heavily than you might think. Um, and he just he does the work uh, of finding this cool stuff, uh, stuff that I think is interesting, stuff that I kind of try to emulate. So recommend checking that out if you are interested. Uh, scroll down in the description of this podcast, hit the link, or I'll put in the link that houses this article as well. Um, I'll make it easy for you to find. Let's go ahead and move to the stat of the week. Stat of the week of, is, of course, presented by Catapult. Catapult is committed to making performance technology available to athletes at all levels, whether it's the biggest teams and organizations in world sport or amateur rugby players. Catapult helps monitor performance like the pros. For more information, visit catapultsports.com. So I'll, I, I was torn of what to do here. Um, I think the best thing I haven't checked in in a while is is to provide an update on the Raptors' try scores so far this season, so I keep a running list. Um, and in total, the Raptors have scored 17 tries through eight matches. Uh, Watson, Fleeky Tonga, Tommy Clark, and Diego Fortuny all have scored two tries apiece. Uh, Franco Paillo, uh, Samu Smith, Diego Magno, Lene Latu, Maaki Moody, Mikey Grandy, Dayton Sheridan, Sean Clark, and Ethan McVeigh have all scored one try apiece, and the Raptors also have two penalty tries. So that's kind of what I got. Um, really, the only Raptors on the the leading point scores in the competition is Lucas Gonzalez. I think he's up to 41 points now, all with his boot, of course, penalty goals and conversions and whatnot. Um, so hopefully we see, you know, a couple more tries throughout these last few weeks of the seasons, a couple more wins. That would be the best way to end it. Um, and if, I would have to do some checking, but I, I think as if my math is sort of correct, just by not digging too deeply into it, that, that fourth and final uh, – um, playoff spot is still up for grabs. Raptors are still in the hunt for that, um, but obviously need to string together a couple of wins, and there would be no better time than this weekend against the the league leaders in Pena Roll. So we'll see we'll we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Go ahead and close the show with the loop. The loop is presented by Physio Pro. Physio Pro is an official partner of the American Raptors. Visit physio-pro.com for more information. So I don't really have too many things to promote, but I am working on a piece. Uh, kind of in line with what I talked about at the top of the show, just kind of the impressive work of finding these crossover athletes that, you know, it's really been a three-year investment, and it's kind of starting to pay off, which is cool to see. Um, so I'm gonna ha- I, interviewing Peter Pass, the general manager, um, and I've already written a bunch of stuff, so that should be fun. So keep an eye out for that. It should be out before the match on Sunday. Um, but other than that, follow along with everything we got going on on DNVR Rugby on Twitter, at DNVR underscore Rugby. Um, at Colton Strick is my personal, if you feel so inclined. Thanks for everybody for uh, sticking around, sticking with me. It was encouraging to see the downloads last week, but pumped me up pretty high on the rankings, and I was just being a sad guy, so that's encouraging. Uh, thanks for, for sticking with me through this episode. It was my first one back, so uh, obviously I could feel the rust. I could feel it's a little – it's not as polished as it should be, um, but we'll get there in due time. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Enjoy all the rugby this weekend. Make sure you tune in, watch Raptors play, pen your roll, um, and I'll catch you all back here next week.